it sometimes amazes me that we still tend to believe that our society is subject to the platonic notion that all we have to do is rationally show people the right thing to do and they will do it. That what people are really experiencing is a lack of good, well-reasoned information. I think people aren't usually all that rational. And for us to really change our behavior, something more is necessary. Uh, a few examples. Is there anyone left on earth that doesn't know that smoking is bad for you? Even the executives of the tobacco companies have given up on that pretense. The effects of smoking are very well documented and have for years been clearly and unambiguously presented to the public. It's printed right on the cigarette package. But not only do people already addicted continue to smoke, but new people start smoking all the time. For many years, we've had good stories reported to us that uh, indicate that vaping using e-cigarettes is bad for you. Who could have guessed that inhaling a chemical vapor of unknown origin and composition might have negative health consequences? I sure didn't see that coming. Another briefer example. If you drove here this morning, were you wearing your seatbelt? I would be willing to bet that not everybody did. If you didn't, is that because you don't know that seatbelts can save your life? Did you not know that seatbelt use is required by law with a fine of between $25 and $250 for noncompliance? The biggest problem with human behavior is not lack of information, and it's not our lack of reasoning ability in general. The problem, I'm afraid, is sin. In fact, sometimes all the information and reasoning that we do just leads us to rationalization. Look at our first reading today. The prophet Amos is denouncing his own people because they have become effete degenerates. They've been told for generations that they're God's chosen people. Life is good. The economy's going great. And they squander their wealth on empty entertainments that only leave them more cynical and debased, while their society is headed for ruin. And they have forgotten the poor. Now, remember, we're talking about ancient Israel, right? Even though this is starting to sound familiar. But their information says that they're God's chosen. So God must be all right with this, right? Let's look at the parable in the gospel. We have this stark picture of God's ultimate justice, where the poor beggar is comforted in God's embrace while the rich man is in torment. And the rich man pleads for Abraham to send his family another messenger. Send them more information. Send them some proof. But lack of knowledge isn't their problem, and more information isn't going to change their behavior, not even if that information is as compelling as someone rising from the dead. And of course today, even proof isn't proof. Feel free to disregard that scientific consensus if it threatens your ideology. Climate change might be a hoax. Vaccines? Why risk it? 
Evolution is just a theory complete with scare quotes. Objective truth is so easily disregarded today, even miracles aren't much proof anymore. No, the big problem with human behavior isn't lack of knowledge or the inability to think or an absence of proof. The problem is sin. So how do we change? I think we start with an appeal to the heart and not just the head. All the time on TV, I see ads of, that encourage people to quit smoking. And these ads feature people whose lives have been destroyed by smoking cigarettes. One woman has no larynx and has to speak with a vocorder. Another has had her jaw removed as a result of cancer. And these ads let us see the direct and emotional consequences that you don't get in cute metaphors that have to be filtered through your head. We change behaviors, we turn away from sin, if you like that language better, by reaching people's hearts. You'll treat the poor differently when they are real people living next door instead of just unemployment statistics. You will think about the homeless camping under bridges differently when you've learned their names. You'll learn about fidelity in relationships when it may become apparent that your lack of fidelity is going to wound someone that you love. Sadly, we live in a culture that really doesn't believe that people can change. We're very big on zero tolerance policies and canceling people we disagree with and punishing people for stupid things that they did 30 years ago. You know, when they were in college. Now, don't get me wrong, I am all for accountability, but if people can't change, and if people can't be forgiven, I am in the wrong business. Hearts are changed, we believe, by an encounter with Christ. And people are going to have that encounter through you, the love and compassion that you show people is a preemptive strike against sin. It speaks to people's hearts about the relationship you have with the Savior, and it offers them that same relationship. St. John Henry Cardinal Newman, for whom campus ministries are often named, took as his motto, cor ad cor loquitur, which is Latin for heart speaks to heart. And I think that that's how it works still. So don't be discouraged by people's apparent ignorance and irrationality, or even your own. What the world needs most isn't necessarily more information or better reasoning or more sarcastic memes on social media. What the world needs is something that you already have to give and have in abundance. If you'll forgive me the quote, what the world needs now is love. The love of Christ that changes our hearts, invites us to reconcile, and calls us to service of God and our neighbors.